This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to support our show. The Battlefront Podcast is also brought to you by Star Wars Uplink, Tidal Sheep Entertainment's new podcast hosted by Sage Goodwin and Jared Bilby, covering everything Star Wars gaming, past, present, and future. Search Star Wars Uplink on your favorite podcast app and look for the tie-dye. Activate your personal shield and get your trait level to three because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 96 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hi, hi, hi. In this episode, we'll be going over what the hero system could add to Battlefront, what heroes we want, possible out-of-the-blue characters, and much more. Sector is clear. Not clear! Not clear! Let's get started. First, we're going to start out with some follow-up on Starfighter Assault. So Patrick Soderlund, the vice president of EA, says that the fighter combat in Battlefront 2 itself could be a standalone game. Star Wars Battlefront 2, okay, quote, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is probably the biggest shooter that we have ever built and just pure size of what's in there with a deep, vastly improved multiplayer with space battles that we have shown that we showed yesterday that frankly almost could be a game in itself together with more arcade or skirmish mode which is cooperative based together with a full-length campaign it is the biggest shooter that we've ever built and right now we're polishing it making sure that it's as good as it needs to be when it comes out end quote so that's very encouraging that starfighter salt's going to be that big i thought I didn't think it was going to be small, but I just thought it was going to be a slight improvement over Fighter Squadron. Yeah, they didn't do much. They didn't do a very good job at saying, "Okay, there's going to be more of this." When they showed us the Starfighter Assault gameplay, so this is a good sign. If it's going to be uh, almost as big as its own game, that is going to be interesting to see how that changes and evolves. What kind of modes itself will have? Because if it's a full game, it's going to have multiple modes. It's going to have different abilities and objectives and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think they really did a really good job of saying, "Hey, if you like this, we've got more of it. More is coming. We're going to announce more things." Uh, I think a lot of the community just felt like, "Okay, yeah, this is, is this all that we're going to get?" As did myself. Yeah, I, I am the, the community. Sam, Sam is the community. He's a negative ball of anger and happiness. If the community was a person, that'd be me. <laughs> what? What? Now that we've got this information out, what? What do you think this could mean for Starfighter Assault? As he said, it could be a game itself, which means, for you know, uh, Battlefront One had was mostly ground based. Yeah. So you know they had varying modes, even you know, hero modes themselves, so they could have a mode that could be dedicated to just hero ships. That could be its own mode. They could have, you know, I'm not sure, like, I'm not completely sure how the three-phase game mode works, but I'm guessing it kind of kind of reflects how the Death Star game mode worked. Is that true? So, 
I know that you've had a problem understanding how the three-phase game mode, so it's going to go in between. It's going to work similar, similarly to the Death Star DLC, except all in space. So you're going to have this first objective, which would be taking out the a, a command ship. And then the second phase would be on that command ship, you're going to run through the space station, and you're going to blow up these generators. And then after that, you'll go through, and then you'll attack a Death Star, or you'll you'll attack the Star Destroyer. Okay, so mostly based on capital ships, but if it is, as they say, it could be its own game, we'll definitely see uh, varying game modes, obviously multiple maps across eras, and um, what I would like to see is the hero ship mode that I was that I was saying. Hero ship blast. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And, you know, they will have a good chunk of ships at the end. Yeah. I mean, uh, they've got. They've already said that they've got unannounced ships and stuff that they will be bringing into Battlefront too. Yeah, and because it's so big and it could be its own mode, we might even be seeing uh, compatible hero ships with the heroes that are released. Yeah, so maybe Finn's got a a Tie Fighter or something like that, or like Obi Wan could have his little. I don't know what it's called, but the one that we see in the prequel. Yeah, era that, along with Luke's. I mean, along with Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Um, now going forward, he mentions uh, that they right now they're polishing it, making sure that it's as good as it needs to be when it comes out. That is a good sign. Because um, I was talking to a friend of mine, mutual. Uh, I was talking to a mutual friend, friend of ours, uh, Tyler. Um, he was saying that he doesn't believe that Battlefront has had enough time to be worked on and I told him it's it's two years they've got three developers but that's still a lot of work to be done and it's good to see that they're still working on it right now they're not just holding it back they're working on patches that will be able that right when the game launches we'll get a patch for certain things that have been deemed too overpowered when they're um, printing the discs and everything so that's uh, this is a good sign because we've had a lot of uh, they've been they've been getting a lot of feedback like the camera system's a little wonky right now uh, from the pre-alpha footage. Uh, Darth Maul's overpowered, even the ship, right? Yeah, Tie Bomber's overpowered. Darth Maul's ship's pretty overpowered. So that's something I would like to see more of uh, as as they're polishing it. And this is what they need to get through their head. I know the Sith is over are overpowered in general, but they don't need it carry that through the game you know this is a game that needs to be balanced and you know from Darth Vader I mean Darth Maul in general he is overpowered and they have the scimitar which is overpowered I mean you know they should learn from their past mistakes even uh at launch the villain side even to this day villains are more powerful than heroes yeah please die stop stop rooting for the villains so much (laughs) Everyone, everyone that I've talked to on the the developers team has had a favorite character that is the dark side. Paul Kesslin's Paul Kesslin loves uh, the stormtroopers, loves the dark side. Dennis Brunvall, I believe he's also a fan of the dark side. Um, the EA motive guy, he says it in the behind the scenes trailer. Huh. <laughs> I've always been a fan of the dark side. Um, so that that's something I think that needs to be worked on. Okay, now uh, we do. I've, we have a 
pretty big announcement now. We have a Discord that is in pre-alpha. We're all fancy-smancy. Um, right now, we're working on getting it the best format as possible. We've got different channels. We've got Patreon, Patreon patrons exclusive channels right now. So if you are a Patreon, you get access to those exclusive channels. Uh, right now, we're working one of our listeners, Shadow Stride. Uh, he's helping out with that. So we're working towards that. We definitely need help. So if you are uh, pretty, if you're a Discord whiz or want to help out in any way, head over to our Discord. Let me pull up that link. And the link to join that is discord.gg slash urcng48. Um, and if you have some knowledge of Discord, want to help out in any way you can, head over there. Um, say you want to help out. It is, I'm a, I'm, I'm not too familiar with Discord. Um, I'm a big fan of Twitter, and that's what I—that's what we use more. Though I am falling slowly in love with Discord. It is a really cool way to get to talk Battlefront in a close-knit community. So definitely going to use that more. And uh, you can do game chat, right? Yes. So once Battlefront Two comes out, we can host parties. We can host some parties. Nice. So once Battlefront 2 launches, we'll be able to host some parties, hop in some games, start with some more community events, um, and uh, do some more stuff like that. I would really like to do, once Battlefront 2 launches, uh, a party with listeners once a week. I would, I would love to do that. After a short break, we will go on to our main topics, heroes that we want in Battlefront 2. Yoda and Maul, and why they're always shown fighting each other. How the heroes can differ from their Battlefront 2015 counterparts, and a ton of Twitter topics. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network. A network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. Okay, now we're going to do things a little differently. We're going to merge Twitter topics and our main topics. So as it becomes more apparent, because I asked on Twitter what you want us to talk about, certain aspects, we're going to merge those two things together. And we're going to start with the heroes that we want. I am a hero fanatic. You are a hero fanatic. So this is something that I've been really excited to talk about. Obviously, I'm not going to say, hey, I want Yoda. He's already in the game. I'm not going to say anything too obvious like Obi-Wan. I'm 100% sure he will be in the game. Yeah, we're, we're, we're aiming to do more of the offbeat. Yeah, one of those off-the-beaten-path heroes that we think could be a possibility. And on Twitter, we have some, some ideas as for that as well. And if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at SWB Podcast. 
Uh, the hero that uh, we both want, or the villain, actually. IG-88. Yes. I mean, he has so many possibilities. And, you know, it's kind of a blessing and a curse to have a hero not really covered much in the Star Wars movies. Yeah, one, we don't have anything to expect, but two, you don't have anything to expect. So you can really do whatever you want, especially he's a bounty hunter. He has gadgets. Yeah, he's a robot bounty hunter. And he's as, got even more gadgets than regular bounty hunters. And that's the villain that I suggested to Dennis Brandwall when we were at EA Play. Uh-huh. We didn't get too, a too enthusiastic response. <laughs> he was just like, really? Why? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they already have droid mechanics. Yeah. And that wasn't that wasn't in uh, the previous Battlefront at all. No. Uh, we had zero zero droids besides the little gonk astromechs and, all those. and the gonks and the the viper droids. But I wouldn't say those are like you couldn't play any of those except for R two D two. But he was a hero. So yes, and um, we haven't really had much, or maybe even at all, any original trilogy heroes announced. You know, we have Luke, Darth Vader, Darth Vader, obviously Han Solo. Boba Fett. Those are the only yep. heroes that we've had announced. And Luke and Darth Vader, since they were such an obvious choice, they weren't really as like, oh, hey, look, there they are in full combat. We see Luke in the um, the campaign the campaign trailer, and we see Darth Vader's shoulder. Yes, when he's walking through the hallway. Yeah, and we see him in the Starfighter Assault trailer as well. Yeah, so uh, he could be a strong possibility. Another villain that I talked about in Seasons We Want in Battlefront 2 on our YouTube channel, Hondo Anaku. I really, really like this idea. He was a... I really liked Hondo... Is it Hondo? Hondo? Hondo Onako. Hondo. I really liked Hondo in the Clone Wars TV series. He's he's one of those bad guys that aren't really bad guys. Like He's kind of fun. He's a, he's a fun bad guy. He's not like out to destroy the world or anything. He's just like a side character that causes problems sometimes. And uh, as I said, he could work with Ahsoka Oso- on uh, Felucia. Yeah. And that's a hero that I'm not too sure that will be in there. Yeah, Though but- it is... It is like a a developer favorite. Yes. I mean, Dennis Branval uh, brought that to our attention. Yep. He's like, that's no, it. Ahsoka? That's one of his favorite characters. Um, I think Christian Johansson's, that's one of his favorite characters as well. Um, I mean, if you do, if the developers do have a favorite hero, I mean, it's not like it will automatically be added, but they'll be pushing for it in like their conferences. Yeah. Hey, what about Ahsoka? And then they'll like, hey, no. And they just keep pushing it. Till they get in the game. I mean, moving on to Ahsoka, I think she would actually be a solid addition now that I've like researched her and Wikipedia and all that. Yeah. But, I mean, we know that Clone Wars content can work and Rebels because a lot of people are like, hey, that's not real people, but it's animation, which is, you know, similar to... um animating you know for video games or you yeah. know making uh concept art and when if you ever if when i hear someone say oh they're a cartoon character they can't be crossed over on anything else except for cartoons uh the droid of rebels chopper was in rogue one in the background running around and we also saw 
a blaster from uh, Lando's blaster from Rebels. Yeah, that's where we saw the weapon. So they're taking a lot of cues from the Rebels TV series as well as the Clone Wars TV series. Bosk was highlighted most through the Clone Wars TV show. Yes, and he was in the game. Yeah, he was in the game. So that's not a super far-fetched thing. Um, I think the biggest... Like, they haven't said, oh, yeah, definitely going to be in there. But they've the developers have said, okay, what about what about Ahsoka? Why not Ahsoka? My favorite character is Ahsoka. Those are the things that we've heard from the developers. So that's definitely a nod to that direction of thinking. And then for the Force Awakens era, you know, we don't really have much because the movies aren't out. Yeah. But they basically added or announced most of all of the major characters. Yeah, the only I think the only few characters that we'll get are the lesser known ones. Maybe maybe Hux. The you know the the traitor guy? T R eight R? Yes. I think he he might be a, a a hero. I mean uh even if he spawns in with Phasma that'd be cool. Yeah. Um because he he fights Finn. And you know, Finn's losing. Yeah, Finn is losing the battle until Han Solo shoots him. So he is definitely a rival for uh, a hero, which is Finn. But then, you know, why, why wouldn't they add, or, you know, it's arguably, you know, they could add a trooper hero for each era. Like, for instance, Captain Rex for the prequel, Iden Versio for. You know, original trilogy, that is the era. And then we it's could... It's in between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. Isn't she... She kind of is more onto the original trilogy. Like, we could have trooper classes. We already have Captain Phasma announced for sequel trilogy. We could have Iden Versio for original trilogy. I mean, I'm not doing... Like, that's the villain side. Then we could have, like, Captain Rex for the, for the um, uh, prequel trilogy, but... The villains don't really have any, like, counterparts for original trilogy as troopers because they're mostly just droids. Yeah. Because, you know, you have seen a a common theme across classes that they have similar for each era. Yeah. Which that, makes sense. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a jump trooper on both sides in every era. Yeah, and that's what kind of influ- influenced me to think about this as trooper classes across eras. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking about villains a ton, but what are the, what are some of the, like the offshoot heroes that we could see? I mean, we have a whole cantina we could choose from <laughs> we have in already, the original trilogy. Yeah, we've already said Ahsoka, and she's kind of offbeat. Yeah. Um, um, we have Padme. Kit, Kit Fisto for the original trilogy, or prequel trilogy. Padme is still an option. Yeah, Padme. Oh, barf, Padme. Um, I mean, the reason they would add her is like, She's a major character. She is she a major has character. A crap ton of costumes, which you know is going to be a somewhat big deal on Battlefront Two. Yeah, but the villains, you know, just overrule on the prequel trilogy. They we have, he, so they, we many. have a, There are so many heroes as well. As well, like it's pretty even. We have all the Jedi's running into Geonosis, fighting the Coliseum. I mean, there's Mace Windu that I talked about. Oh, no, I didn't talk about that. Mace Window, Mace <laughs> Window could be there. Um, I think the 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 only area that we could be 
definitely the hero side in the sequel trilogy is going to be less than uh, the villain side since we do see more. I mean, there's so I, many iconic villains for the prequel trilogy. You know, you have Grievous, Count Dooku, even Chancellor Palpatine. General Grievous. Yeah, and speaking of uh, Chancellor Palpatine, we've got some uh, tweets regarding him. So Josh Finkel um, at Dr. Epic 20. Uh, these are the heroes and villains that he wants to see in uh, Battlefront 2. Ahsoka, Thrawn. He's shown in Rebels a ton. He's got a whole book on him. That could definitely be a possibility. Ventress. Interesting. Definitely a possibility there if they want to go Clone Wars TV show era. Yeah, but if if you read the Dark Disciples, she kind of like yeah, she turns she's, off. She's like a she's the closest thing we get to a gray Sith or Jedi. Yeah, she is in the gray line. I mean, she kind of denounces the Sith because she was betrayed by her master or whatever. But Neonum, I want him so badly in. Battlefront 2. He'll be in the game. He is a huge fan favorite. I would be very surprised if he's not in there. But you know, if it comes down to it, they'll add uh, more new heroes and like lesser known heroes from their uh, Battlefront 1. And then finally, Palpatine, episode 3. That would most likely be a costume. Yeah. What we could be seeing in Battlefront 2 is if we do have characters like. Palpatine, who cross eras, as well as Han Solo. Yep, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Princess Leia. Uh, we could be seeing costumes. So maybe if you play on the sequel trilogy maps as Han Solo, he's old Han Solo. If you play in the prequel era as Palpatine, you play as young Palpatine. So that that would be interesting to see. SWBF News Deutsch. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that. Uh, at SW underscore BF underscore news. If it's about Battlefront 2, Grievous, Dooku, and Borgullet. Hmm. Borgullet! I don't know if Borgullet would actually be in the game, but that It'd would most be... most likely be Saw Gerrera. Yeah, Saw Gerrera. Maybe he has a Borgullet ability. <laughs> Maybe he can spawn a pet Borg, or Borgullet and zap the minds of his uh, enemies. Yep. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, but Sagarera would be an awesome hero. Yeah, we've missed out on Sagarera's full capabilities of story. In he is in the Rogue Rebels. One. Yeah, he is in. Uh, he's in Rebels as well as the Clone Wars. Yes, he is in the Clone Wars. He's a young uh, Sagarera in the Clone Wars TV show. So he's made it around in the animated series as well as the big screen. That's another crossover that we see through Rogue One, uh, tying in the animated series as well. But I think I think he would be an awesome character to have, and we could you could flesh him out some more, because he was supposed to have a much bigger role in Rogue One than he did eventually have uh, through rewrites and uh, reshoots. Okay, uh, one more cookie would like R2-D2 as a hero. And recently... Um, Dennis Brownville went on a t- tweet storm about the, the original Battlefront and the process of adding him. Uh, his favorite DLC is the Death Star DLC because he got to bring R2-D2 there. Uh, he was like, okay, I want R2-D2. The whole idea is that you have to destroy a Star Destroyer, 
get on that uh, get on a star destroyer or get on the Death Star and uh, capture R two D two. I was like, okay, let's do that. And they were all like, what R two D two? But eventually it happened, and he was very happy about that. R two D two would be uh, really strange. I mean, I wouldn't see it be at, being added. Uh, it could be cool as a support hero or a class, maybe. Possibly. I mean, it's just R2-D2 so slow, and, he, you know, he's not really, you know, the offensive type, if you look at it. I know he does have the shocking ability, which stuns rather than kills. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he can spawn with Luke. That would be cool. Um, now we're going to talk about Yoda and Maul and why they're always shown fighting each other. I found it very interesting that Yoda and Darth Maul are True. always fighting each other in the trailers. I mean, they don't have any synergy in the uh, prequels. Yeah, you don't really, oh yeah, D- Yoda's always fighting Darth Maul because... Yeah, when you think about Maul, you think about Qui-Gon Jinn or Obi-Wan. So I did see that tweet you did, uh, maybe they're, you know, the banes of each other, weaknesses. Yeah, uh, maybe Yoda is the, because they're going for a rock, paper, shoot kind of thing. And I would think that Yoda would be his weakness. Yeah, because he's so small. Darth Maul's more of the, like, okay, I'm going to kill a bunch of people. He's more, oh, I'm going to fight multiples instead of just one guy. I just feel when you give me so much trouble. Why is that, do you think? Well, I haven't fought just one person for so long. So I could definitely see him being the paper to Darth Maul's rock. Um, that that could be interesting, and that's the reason I think that because we see them so much in the trailers together that they will be uh, even matchups, or Yoda will win out. Because we do see even in the Starfighter trailer that Yoda is pursuing Darth Maul. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I did not. I find that interesting, and I wanted to bring this topic up because we can talk about rock, paper, scissors, and how that could to, uh, could come into effect in Battlefront 2. So we know that Darth Maul is basically the bane of everyone. So it's like all of the heroes did scissors, and then Darth Maul did rock. Yeah. And then uh, Han Solo forgot to even put up his hand. <laughs> Sam. So and then I think Yoda's going to be the one exception that he's going to be able to beat Maul. I mean, do look at it. There's only two heroes and two villains. So we still have a lot of pieces of the puzzle missing. Yeah. So uh, Boba Fett, you know, it's kind of hard to establish the rock, paper, scissors without, like I said, having the all full, the pieces yeah. of the puzzle. But when, I mean, even at launch, when they have a little more heroes and villains, we'll be able to establish a line about, you know, who should fight who. Whom should fight whom? And, you know, is it a smart idea for, for say, Ray to far, fight Maul? Or should she fight Boba Fett? Yeah, if they do, having it, have the heroes, if they are cross-era, would be would be easy for the rock, paper, scissors. The thing that would come into play is if they limit it per game mode or something like that. So on uh, this game mode, you can only play the the original trilogy heroes on the original trilogy maps. Which kind of takes out of the fun. Yeah, that that would limit their rock, paper, scissors because they had fewer rock, scissors, and papers, so they would have to rearrange it every time. Yeah, and maybe 
you know, some of the heroes, you know, like Maul are really powerful against Rey or Han. So it's kind of up in the air right now. We don't know for sure who beats who. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like the addition of the rock, paper, scissors, and I hope it comes more into effect and that's not one of those things, oh yeah, we tried that out, but then it didn't work. I want to see a one hero be able to beat another and then another hero be able to beat that hero instead of what they were aiming for in the original Battlefront with everyone's even. Yeah, kind of random even. Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to see more of that. Now... Want to talk about how our how the Battlefront 2015 heroes could differ from the Battlefront 2 counterparts? Okay, an example is a Han. You know, he doesn't really differ, which is kind of disheartening. I mean, on one you know one side of the crowd wants, oh yeah, I love Luke's saber rush. I would really like to see that put in the game. Then there's another one that I want to play Luke again for the first time. I don't I don't want to know his abilities. I want it to be completely different from Battlefront 1. Yeah, I hope they don't limit themselves by having to say, okay, we're going to have to bring all of our abilities over and do that. I like the uh, the um, the direction they're going already, saying, okay, the saber, the saber clash between Darth Vader and uh, Luke Skywalker isn't going to be an ability. It's going to be an effect that happens when you clash sabers instead of something you activate. And one of the key points going for Battlefront 2 is indifferent is class switch I mean uh, ability switch outs yeah so it still is essentially the same ability but different you know ranges as we've seen yeah that's going to be interesting so you could have um, your ability super maxed out and one ability not so much so it differs each time yeah you could have a, a ranged Luke or another guy on your team or I don't know how it would work could have a more reserved close-up quarters Kind of Luke. Yeah. Um, I I really want them to turn over a new leaf with the heroes. I don't want them to have to be constrained by the past Battlefront and have to add everything. I want them to take take jabs at new ideas. I don't want them to... You don't want them to go the Han Solo route. I, I like what they did with Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett is, he is in my opinion, the epitome of differ difference from you know a previous game yeah he they take some of the aspects of battlefront 2015 yeah. and they throw out some other ones they bring in the old ones and they improve upon it that's what i want to see more of i don't want to see more of the same thing in each in both games yeah you look at boba fett and he is rocket based you can't deny that yeah so they took his rocket and made it into something else i mean han solo was kind of disappointment and differing abilities he has two of the same and they change one ability. Like, but if they go the Boba Fett route, they're going to be golden. Yeah. Um, so that's that's something I found interesting and wanted to see more of in Battlefront Two. Now we're going to go on to some Twitter topics. We implemented some of them in those topics before, but now we've got some different ones. Um, Cody Zeller who supported our podcast and, and and brought this episode to you, like literally. He was like, okay, I'm going to give you so much money and I want you to talk about 
the heroes. So that's something that you can do if you support us through PayPal or Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. I mean, I talk about heroes for free. Yes, Sam would <laughs> talk about heroes for free. But it, it's something like, okay, yeah, he wanted to hear more of us talking about that. And it's kind of a kind of an add-on to helping out the podcast. Yeah, so you get to help out the podcast. And you get, and get something get, in return. Yeah, uh, which I want to do more of. Uh, he also had some points to talk about. He wants to hear our top three heroes and villains we'd like to see, aside from obvious ones. IG-88, Ahsoka. I mean, I'll do my top three heroes and villains. Okay. On the villain side, uh, I would like to see IG-88. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Oh, yeah. Cad Bane. I mean, I would like to see Savage Oppress. That would be pretty awesome. I mean, we I did don't know see if they some would do that, fan though. concept art, which looked amazing. The reason, you know, I'm doing prequel is because I love it. I mean, you the movies aren't too good, but it's just the the world and the ideas that came have, from George Lucas from those films. There's more to choose from in the prequels, which is why we have more of a a focus on that. Um, I want to see more of the Cantina villains. I would love to see some of those rare, like really strange aliens. I want Nye and Numb. I want Cad Bane. Um, then uh, for my heroes, I would like to see Ahsoka. Man, there's so many Jedi to choose from. Probably uh, Mace Windu would pull it out. And then for the third one, I'd like to see Poe Dameron in the game. Like I know he hasn't been... That announced yeah. as a ground hero, but for me, it's kind of confirmed. But just to be, he he's a pilot, and you know we haven't seen him on ground really fighting. So mm-hmm. he might could call in some strafe runs, which would be awesome. Like what we wanted to see from Nine, um, you know, we were all expecting him to be, you know, kind of pilot based character, but he's more of an engineer, which they could go with Poe. Yeah. Um, Cody Zeller also speculation that certain heroes or villains would be better than others and why. Um, I definitely think Yoda is going to be more powerful than Darth Maul. And I think he's going to have less health than all of them. Yeah. Um, To balance out his speed. Owen Yard in our Discord, um, he was talking about that, how he doesn't want it to be too weak, but he wants it to be... He doesn't want it to be too weak. And then have a character that's not strong against the other ones, but he doesn't like want it to be super overpowered. Yeah, you would think Yoda would be the bane of bulky villains. Yeah, can't you know? They can't move around fast. Can't run fast. Speed beats bulk, and bulk beats you know basically anything else. Yeah, tanking heroes. I uh, I hope they go for a fast, agile Yoda, which you know Battlefront Two Yoda is really overpowered. Yeah. Original. Um, I mean, I hope they don't go that far, but still, you know. And I hope he doesn't, you know, I hope he's just tall enough to be above the grass. That's kind of overpowered. Yeah. Um, Cody's uh, last little note, uh, Cody Zeller, uh, he thinks one hero or villain per side should be earned per team in drop zone if that is in the game. That would be cool. That would be cool. And since the heroes are more like... um regular troopers but just more powerful i could definitely see that happening um i really hope they have like a drop zone type game mode or supremacy or something like that where you're capturing a point uh one that moves possibly yeah 
that's what I liked about a Rogue One Scarif is that they would have one hero on each side and everyone would rally um, with them, which, you know, would have to be with Drop Zone because it's a very close quarters kind of game. The hero or villain could win or lose you the game. So you have to really keep on that. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's definitely interesting. Now let's go on to our other Twitter responses. So White Wolf at Behemoth, B-E-H-E-M-O-U-S. He's been doing these uh, updates of uh, the heroes that could be added through each era. They are really well done. In the Clone Wars, he would want Yoda and Darth Maul, been confirmed, Obi-Wan, Grievous, Anakin, Count Dooku, Padme, Jango Fett, Mace Windu, Darth Sidious, Ahsoka, and Ventress. On the Galactic Civil War, Luke... Darth Vader, both been confirmed. Han Solo and Boba Fett, both been confirmed. Leia versus the Emperor, Lando and Dengar, Chewbacca and Bosk, Kanan and Thrawn. Where is Pancake Face, White Wolf? What would uh, his, you know, uh, rival be? Um, Nienam. Yes. Um, Dengar. 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 Like he's still alive in the Force Awakens, so maybe he could rival Hux. <laughs> Old Dengar. <laughs> um, and then the sequel area, Ray, Kylo Ren, both have been confirmed. Finn and Phasma, both been confirmed. Poe and Hux. Master Luke and Snoke. Master. Snoke is very, uh, very iffy right now. I mean, we don't even know what. We, yeah, we don't even know what he looks like he is. other than a hologram. What he does, like I, the first time I saw Snoke was like, they better not add a guy who's two hundred feet tall into this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what I was thinking when I saw Snoke, but I was not thinking that. Like, oh my gosh! I mean, uh, you know those indoor monsters? Like that's how big he was to me. <laughs> and then uh, Sidon Ethano, uh, Balatik. Rose Tico and DJ. Some uh, Rose Tico and DJ are both in The Last Jedi, which could be cool, um, but I don't know. Since we're already getting Finn and Phasma in The Last Jedi season, I don't know if they want to yeah, do that does so release soon with, afterwards. It does release with Crate. Yeah. So those are some those are some cool ideas. I would definitely like to see Ventress. That'd be pretty cool. But I would give up... I personally would give up Kanan, Thrawn, Ahsoka, and Ventress for Nian Nam. I think uh, Nian has already had his glory. He's already had his glory stay in the hot sun. I have been a fan, and I'm not one of those, oh, hey, Battlefront 2, I didn't know who uh, Nian Nam was. No, I I had known Nian Nam from the, the, when I first watched The Empire Strikes Back, I always loved Nian Nam. And reading the books... He is a, he's a pretty prevalent character in all of the books. Uh, there's there's the... Um, the ones by Greg Rucka, right? Yeah, there, there was a young adult book that was published before The Force Awakens, um, before The Awakening era kind of books, um, follow-up to The Force Awakens, that series of books. And it had a, a book on Princess Leia, and he, and he helps out Princess Leia getting to different planets while uh, she's out on the run. Yeah, I'm not like too too excited to see Neen in the game at, at all. Why is that? 
I mean, he's a he's a good hero and all, but it, when it comes down to it, they're gonna have to cut certain heroes to add different ones. I'd rather have a a, a a varying roster of heroes rather than some that they bring back in. Yeah, and following up to uh, White Wolf's tweet, uh, Bryce at phase underscore Bryce. Uh, response to that I can see 36 heroes at the end of the life cycle of Battlefront 2 although the only one I don't agree with is Kanan and Thrawn uh, he wants to see the uh, the Inquisitor from Rebels I don't know if they would do that because they've got lightsabers um, I don't know if they would match up very well against another yeah, and this is lightsaber this is the problem of a game being so large and big, is you know they're gonna have to cut out so much. How many heroes and villains do you think they'll have? I would like to see twelve on each side, which would be uh, four for every era. Yes. Okay. Which isn't you know too much to ask for if you if you look at it that way. I mean, but you know, uh, twenty four different heroes with different abilities is a large undertaking. Especially but, when they have to get approval from Lucasfilm. But as they said, the seasons are going to be more frequent, which means more heroes. Yeah. Um, we may get heroes that are just map. We may get seasons that are just maps, no heroes. Possibly. And what would be cool is if we get seasons that are just heroes. Like we get four heroes instead of like uh, two heroes and villains and then a map. Or two maps or something like that. I would... I. I am really excited about the seasons, and you can learn more, or you can hear more of our thoughts on seasons on our YouTube channel, The Battlefront Podcast, on uh, on the video, what seasons we want in Battlefront 2. And for anyone wondering, that is a thunder in the background. But that's all for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. It was very fun to research into, hear your thoughts. Heroes is something that I really love about Battlefront, um, along with its focus on not the heroes. I like the the addition and the diversity both the heroes and the classes add, as well as just the base troopers. It's going to be fun seeing which ones they actually include in Battlefront 2. If you have some thoughts that were inspired by this episode of the podcast, you can go to our Twitter at Podcast. Follow us there and uh, tweet us your heroes that we want, and we'll get to you on the next episode in the follow-up section. Uh, You can also email us, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. We have an announcement. We're trying to get John Stanley on the podcast, who is one of the producers at Criterion Games. Uh, Talk about Battlefront 2 with him. You can support us through PayPal, which is PayPal which is paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. You can support us through Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can join our Discord, as we mentioned before. would really enjoy that. You can also, we have a YouTube channel, as we mentioned, the Battlefront Pod, the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. We're doing, we're, we're aiming for two videos a week, one my video and one Sam's. And uh, covering some of the shorter topics, compiling some things, really enjoying that. And you can find that on YouTube. Um, You can also, if you want links to everything, you can go to our Twitter account and check out our page. And we will have the links to the podcast episodes, uh, SoundCloud, our YouTube channel, and all of that there. You can find our podcast. If this is the first podcast you've listened to, 
Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, which would be awesome. You can get all of the episodes that we upload automatically downloaded to your device. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you.